Hi, I'm Brian Bolio, CEO and Chief Economist for ITR Economics. Thank you for joining me for this edition of Trends Talk. This edition is about the whys of us reducing our single family housing starts forecast for 22 and the ripple effect that has on 23 and 24. You know, we don't, we don't make a forecast just to see how long it can go. We make our, our forecast to give you our best estimate of what's going to happen. Our prior forecast had housing starts for single family homes stalling into the third quarter of 2022 and then beginning to pick up thereafter. And the latest uh, indications are that that's not likely or as likely to happen. Mind you, we're, we're changing the forecast while results are still in forecast range, um, which is something we do from time to time, because again, it's not how long can we keep the forecast in place, it's how much service can we be to you. What we see going on now that makes us wanna push that soft spot out a little bit further is the ongoing weakness in new home sales. Uh, it's steeper and it's lasting longer than we thought it would be when we look at the early signs of a cyclical reversal in that realm. We're also looking at existing home sales being weak. And I think perhaps the most damaging is single family permits. That trend is weaker than we thought it would be as we cruise through uh, May. We have only May data at this time. Um, initially, early in this year, we thought it was Omicron that was causing some softness in the permits trend, but when you tie it in with the weaker than expected trend in sales, new home sales, um, and its lingering decline in permits now in the second quarter, it seems like there's more than Omicron at work. To be clear, this isn't a function of the interest rates going up. And I know that's where the mind naturally jumps to is that the interest rates have gone up. So of course, housing is soft. It's too soon for that. We have lots and lots of data and it takes a minimum of a year before you see a change in, how, uh, in interest rates negatively impact housing starts. It is true that uh, 30 year fixed rate mortgages have gone up much steeper than they normally do. It seems like they may be baking in some additional Fed funds rate increases, but we think that's a future problem. That's not what this is about. This is more about incomes and about the government withdrawal from the economy. Um, incomes are showing some weakness adjusted for inflation because the stimulus checks are no longer flowing. And to a certain extent, and if you, you can see this when even when you look at the housing trend, it was like uh, running on nitrous oxide and that nitrous oxide has been removed. So the trend is now normalizing back down to appropriate levels, appropriate being sustainable, normal levels. So that shows up as some weakness in the data. The government has certainly curtailed their spending more than we thought they would on the other side of COVID. Um, that may have been a surprise to them also, don't really know, but that ties into a, a general lessening of momentum in that sector. And then there's also the consumer's wariness, perhaps because of all this recession talk, but I don't really think that that's it either. We've never been able to find an instance where the consumer can get talked into a recession or where that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. I think it may be more, um, just 
just the the withdrawal, the income phenomena more than anything else, and the government withdrawal uh, more than anything else. Instead of the weakness ending in the third quarter of 2022, we have it ending in the second quarter of 2023. That means that we think 2022 is going to come in about 3.7% weaker than we previously had the number. So instead of a modest gain for 22, we're now looking at a 1.9% decline, 22 versus 21. For 2023, the percentage deviation from the prior forecast looks to be about 6.8% on the negative because we're losing a lot of that first half spring season, uh, at least the extent of that spring season that we previously thought we are going to be able to garner. We think 22 is going to come in around 2.3% ahead, uh, 23, about 2.3% ahead of 2022. For 2024, we have built in a 5.9% year-over-year increase. That's a little bit stronger, about a percentage point stronger increase year-over-year than previously. And some of you may be wondering, well, how is that going to happen with interest rates going up? Again, it's the lead-lag timing relationship that doesn't preclude this slight modest speeding up in housing starts. We are still looking at relatively low inventory situation. The consumer is still fundamentally strong. And the Fed unwinding, I think is gonna to prove to be more one of attrition at least through 2023. And don't forget, and you're not hearing this in the mainstream media, less inflation is on the horizon. And that means interest rates are gonna stop going up. They may plateau. If the Fed becomes concerned enough, they may even drop at 50 bips out there in the future. Who knows? But they're not going to keep going up at the toward pace once we hit 2023. And it's that stabilization of interest rates that can be good for the housing market. The supply chain easing, cost structure becoming more rational, all of that's going to factor into a smoother flowing economy. And we think that's going to be reflected in housing in 2024. The extended view for single family housing because of the rate increase, how fast it has happened already in mortgages, we're more concerned about 25 as a whole than we previously were. See, 25 has to do and 26 has to do with the rate changes that are going on today. 22 and 23 are more about income changes uh, than the rate changes. And the consumer just seems to be stuck in this slightly declining trend. From peak to trough, we're calling for single-family housing starts in this cycle to be down 3.7%. The minimum normal decline from peak to trough is 6.2%. So we're not talking for a normal decline. This is a very, very mild deal, but it is a change from our prior forecast. And because we hold ourselves accountable and because transparency is one of our core values, we want you to know about it. This is not changing our outlook for a soft landing for the economy. I'll be writing a blog and you'll see from that chart, which is hard to depict here, that housing can waffle like we're talking about here in 22 into 23. And it doesn't mean GDP is coming down. It doesn't mean industrial production is coming down. It means housing has this soft spot, but not the overall economy. That right now is not changing. Thank you for listening to this edition of Trends Talk. I look forward to the next time.